You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Warning against departing from the living God is the title of this devotion. Should we? Do we need to be warned? (laughs) You would think, no, you can't need to be warned. And yet, the scripture gives real warning against the danger of departing from the living God and what would even make that possible that we as the elect would do so. I mean, Jesus in Matthew chapter 24, look what he says when he is speaking about the last days in this chapter. Matthew 24, verse 24, Jesus says, For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. You see, the warning about departing from the living God is not just come to us because of the lukewarmness that the heart can entertain and the indifference to the blessings available to us in the Lord of which we do not take time to partake of. Jesus gives parables about people who don't enter into the kingdom of heaven because they had no time for it in this life. And then when they were wanting to be part of it, it was too late. And so Jesus gives warning in his parables about this. And here he shows you in Matthew 24, 24, that we can be deceived by those who act like they represent the Lord but do not bear the life of the Son of the living God and do not impart it through the words that they speak but deceive you. And often with some kind of, he says, their prophetic utterance. Now, I believe in prophecy, but I also know that there are people that take that grace and gift in a way that it was never given for because the true spirit of prophecy is always to bring our hearts close into relationship with our Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. But here in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7, look what it says. The Holy Spirit, therefore as the Holy Spirit says today, If you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness where your fathers tested me, tried me, saw my works um, where your fathers tested and tried me, saw my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said they always go astray in their hearts. They have not known my ways. So I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Beware then, warn, he gives warning, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. 
But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we've all become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. You see, I have honestly been marveled, is maybe not the right word, but like startled, shocked at some of the people that I've had Holy Ghost fellowship with, people that have that we've shared the Holy Spirit together, the power of the age to come, the word of the living God. And they have not just left the Lord, but they've left their, their spouse and left their children. And they've gone after the pleasures of this life. I mean, I'm, I'm like, can't be. No, no, remember, we've tasted and seen the Lord is good. You you can't deny it. You will never be able to deny it. You won't be able to stand before the Lord and say, oh, well, Lord, I didn't know. It's not possible because I know you know. I, I, I remember one young man and oh, how the Holy Ghost came as I was speaking his life giving words and he was weeping and weeping and, and, and he departed from the sins that were holding him by the Spirit of the living God. But he went back and indulged himself more grossly in those things that defile and corrupt him. And yet, now that I think about him, I say, oh, Father, Father, remember your mercy towards him because the Lord is so incredibly mercy that he keeps trying and keeps trying and keeps trying till the last breath for any soul to turn from their wicked ways. The murder on the cross. He said, Lord, I deserve to be here because of my sins, but you have done nothing wrong. Remember me, Lord, when you enter into your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. And just that turning his heart, knowing he deserved the sentence he was under, found mercy and forgiveness with God. How I long for the church to be reminded of this mercy and of this power, because I want to see these weary ones come home and be able to come home. One man said to me, I have found that it is not very easy for the prodigal to come home. And immediately I thought what welcomed him home was the love of the Father. It is hard for a prodigal to come home when there's no welcome. And I pray that I always may have the Father's loving heart for anyone coming home. Oh, I remember one lady She had stumbled so painfully into sin and given up everything that God had blessed her with. And and, and her life had gone through so much unbearable pain. And and she called me and all of a sudden and said to me, do you think that there is forgiveness for me? I tell you the truth. It was like physically I was coming off the ground with the glory of Jesus' love on Calvary's cross. And I said, absolutely all is forgiven. Jesus has paid it all. Oh, my soul was overwhelmed with the love of Jesus. And I blessed her in the Lord. And and from that day, Every time we see each other, our hearts are warmed by His love and His presence. And I'm so grateful 
to see that Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever, but he does look at you and me today and cautions us and warns us from the danger of departing from the living God. And to go back to the Lord Jesus' warning here that we read being reiterated by the Apostle Paul in the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy. Look at it starting, we'll just read a couple of verses for time's sake. He says in 2 Corinthians 3.15, From childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in the Lord Jesus Christ. For all Scripture is given for inspiration of God, is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness. You see, the Lord wants us to realize how valuable that we have the Word to help us, to guide us in these last days. That's why we need to believe in the preaching, friends. And then he says that we should be in... 2 Timothy 2.15, be diligent to present ourselves approved to God as a worker that does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Don't just take one little verse and completely remove it from its context. And yes, God can take one verse and speak to your heart about something, but I want to encourage you to read the scriptures and to understand in what context God says what he says so that you can really grow in your learning. Look at verse 24. <coughs> A servant of the Lord. This is 2 Timothy 2 verse 24. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all able to teach patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. You see, we're not just dealing with people's choices that maybe were wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. We're not just dealing with people having made some painful mistakes. We're also dealing with the devil pushing and pulling and pushing and pulling to try to snare people, make them stumble. Even Peter, whom Jesus warned and said, Peter, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat, but I prayed your faith will not fail. And Peter said, Lord, nor I've never, never, never would I do such a thing. And Peter and the Lord says, Peter, Peter. Before the caucus crowed, you will three times have denied you know me. And Peter could not hear it and would not hear it. And then when the Lord asked him, Peter, please come and pray with me. Come and pray with me. He wouldn't do it. And Peter stumbled painfully, painfully. And he is an example for you and me that even if we stumble painfully, Jesus is faithful and true, and he is the same yesterday, today, and forever to help you recover and to restore you and to renew you. Oh, I'm so grateful I serve such a wonderful Savior and that he's never failed to be there for me and for Virginia and for our household. Look at verse 1 of chapter 3. You need to know this, that in the last day, perilous, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, 
boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captive of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away with various lusts. You hear what he's saying? People that just are, have unbridled lusts and just let them run wild, whatever the cost. No, in Jesus' name always learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith, but they will progress no further for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me in Antioch, at uh, uh, Iconium, in Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord has delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecutions. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ. All Scripture is given by inspiration. And I want to encourage you today. Let the Holy Spirit have that warning on your heart, not to frighten you, but to keep you aware and sober and vigilant. For your adversary goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And this kind of suffering is experienced all over the world by all God's children. But after a short time of suffering such pressure from the enemy, you will see the Lord Jesus is always and continuously strengthening, settling, perfecting, and establishing you in Himself so that no matter what Satan pushes you with, it will not avail because He who keeps you will never slumber or sleep and He will not fail to keep you and present you without fault in the presence of God's glory. Being warned is positive. Not yielding to the warning is not. Now come, let's be warned and let's live a life sober and vigilant for the love of Christ to compel us to not live for ourselves, but for him who loved us and gave himself for us and to meditate on this word day and night and to go and hear it being preached to us. And I want to encourage you, go on Librivox.com, L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X.com, Librivox.com. And you can there, there's a lot of books there. I would not know about a lot of books there, but what I do know about is the books of Andrew Murray, A.A. Allen, Spurgeon, and, and Ian Bounds and some of those. Those would be the ones I know to find there. I don't know about all the other books. And I want to encourage you, stick with the Bible. Stick with the Bible. I want to encourage you, read it daily and let it live in your heart and mind by His Spirit. And you will have the warning in you that will keep you and you will not stumble or fall. Amen.
Have a good day.